0: If you're trying to win Silent Manga Audition also, I would just there's like secret professional parties that happen after conventions. I guess i just die. It was kind of really rough because I thought I had like a brain injury. All that matters yeah. is... Welcome back to the Manga Education Podcast, where we talk about the business side of manga and webtoons. I'm your host, Bran Chen. I run a manga and webtoon studio from the U.S., serializing with a lot of the major publishers in the space. And today, we're going to be answering a lot of the questions that you guys submitted. So let's get right into it. So we're going to start off with a question from Higan Bana who is on the Patreon. If you guys didn't know, the Patreon submitters gets priority for submitting questions. If you haven't joined Patreon, it's free. There's free and paid tiers. So, What are some things you do to recharge or bounce back from negative events or difficult periods in your life that may be affecting your productivity when it comes to work? when taking time off is not an option. This actually happened to me pretty recently. I had COVID and I was sick for only a week, but then afterwards, after like a month afterwards, I was pretty much brain fog, really hard to walk, really hard to do anything. It was kind of really rough because I thought I had like a brain injury from COVID, which was really scary. Better now, but how was I dealing with work at the time? It was actually pretty difficult. I was still writing. I was still working and through the whole period. I was just like trying to take it easy. I would say making sure that you account for potential mishaps in your life. So don't take on too much work where you're working every single hour of the day. I always kind of left myself some leeway so I could film videos like this and also left myself some leeway just in general in life so that I could just like enjoy my life and all that stuff. So when the bad stuff happened, I was able to take that free time and just like use it to rest, as you probably. I noticed I just didn't post a lot on the YouTube channel during that period. I was posting a lot lot less on social media and that was because I was just sick and this entire year I've just been generally sick. So it's making sure that you have that buffer period ahead of time and then making sure that you take the adequate time to focus on your health, mental health and physical health are so important because guys, as important as work is if you die early none of it matters so if you die early you can't work anyway so you might as well focus on your health and usually a lot of the publishers they recognize this in the manga industry a lot of people who are in the manga industry die too early not focusing on their health and in the webtoon industry a lot of the publishers at least that i've worked with are pretty cool with you taking hiatus if you're sick and a lot of the readers are usually also pretty chill if they know that you're sick next question from higan bana again when entering the silent manga audition competition held by comics they state that they offer feedback to every who enters whether or not their work wins a place. Before your Grand Prix win, did you find their editorial advice helped you write your next work for the competition? Are there any pointers that they gave you you think any writer or artist would benefit from knowing? I don't remember if they gave me advice on every single submission I did. Maybe they changed it so they they give advice to everyone. I remember winning a certain award and being given advice that I think this was for the weightlifter one shot that I did for Silent Manga Edition if you guys don't know what Silent Manga Edition first, it's a manga competition where you do a manga with no dialogue and then you're submitted and if you win, you can get published in Japan. We won after multiple tries. If you haven't seen the video, there's a video here that pretty much details my long efforts trying to get a winning manga submission. One of the main pointers is probably having it very character focused. Don't bite up more than you can chew. So a large concept is often you end up having a lot of loose ends at the end of your one shot, which is not the point of a the one shot shot is to close everything out so that it's a finalized project i think this is advice that they gave me but i'm not sure if it was my own advice that someone else gave me if it was their advice from them but i recall that the motivation for the the weightlifter competition one it was not clear or not believable i think that having clear character motivations are super 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 important everything in manga is all about the characters forget the story forget everything all that matters is characters are compelling and interesting that's all that really matters in your one shot you only have 20 to 30 pages to make an impression the more your characters can make an impression that's the most important thing and ultimately the themes that you're getting across so if you're trying to win silent manga Edition, also i would just lean into like very simple concepts but also themes that are rated e for everyone rated e for everyone themes are usually the best which is interesting because xenon who is the the manga publisher they do a lot of seining stuff it's interesting because a lot of the winners that i was studying were a lot more wholesome that's why i did the wholesome grand prix winner one shot after that, you're aiming for a Sanian mon- serialization. So I thought that was pretty interesting. Ludas on Instagram. How do you name your characters? Great question. It really depends on the topic. So for example, Angel Wings, Evangeline is the main character of Angel Wings. It's a Christian story. So Evangeline and Tatrasil. Tatrasil, I think, is an angel. So that's why I named him that. Evangeline, I think I just like Googled like angelic names and was like, wow, that really sounds angelic. It even sounds like angel, Evangeline. Right. So I think it really depends on the topic. Sometimes I Google things. Sometimes I look for the meanings in different languages. Sometimes I name things after people that I know. If it's based in real life, sometimes I'll just like know my friend and I'll be like, that's a pretty cool name. I'll just like name them that. Sometimes it's just like random. As long as it's not too basic. like I don't want to pick like John or Kevin as my names. Like it's just like how how memorable is that as a character? Like not very memorable. So I think picking names that are really memorable is super important. (laughs) Someone asked me, how do I draw? That's something that I can't teach you, unfortunately. That is something that takes many years of practice. How much is your consulting and what does it consist of? I do do like manga and webtoon consulting. You email me, I'll give you the price of what it is. I pretty much consult a bunch of people on not only the manga and webtoon industry, what is doing the best in the in the industry right now. I also consult on how I went about getting my first publisher, my, how I work with editors. This is how I go about marketing myself, that kind of stuff. So on the consulting side, I can pretty much consult on anything that has to do with career stuff that I'm already doing, which is mostly manga, webtoon, creative selling the project, and marketing. If you don't get an anime before 30, what's your next step? I guess I just die. No, I'm joking. Yeah, so if you guys didn't know, I'm trying to get an anime before I turn 30 years old. It's kind of like a meme. The meme is my parents, they always were like, hey, we would love for you to get married before you turn 30, but I'm so career-oriented that I flipped it and was like, oh, I want to get my anime before I turn 30. If I don't get the anime before I turn 30, guys, I'm going to keep doing what I do. Maybe I'll be a little bit more aggressive. Got to go faster. Got to go faster. But honestly... I don't think anything's going to change. I'm going to keep making cool stories. Goal will stay the same. If I don't get it, I don't get it. I can't control the future, but it is a cool goal to work towards. Having that goal kind of up there makes me work harder every single day. And that's really what it is. It's meant for motivation for me and you guys get to follow the journey. Can an Indian become serialized in Shonen Jump? I think there's no racial barriers to being serialized in Shonen Jump. I have heard that, and this is not Shonen Jump specifically, that it is harder for international people such as myself included. If you're non-japanese it's just harder to get serialized in japan that's just what i've heard notice that there's more open opportunities in the last couple of years obviously comics which did the silent manga edition they work with all types of people from all over the world there are manga publishers that are very open to to international stuff i know that kadokawa also just had an international manga competition very low key kyoto international does one annually there's a lot of annual opportunities as long as it's like a dope idea and a dope execution i'm sure that they have no reason to shut you down should i work with an editor if i want to take my manga Seriously, editors the whole point of a manga and webtoon editor is to make sure that your project is as good as it can be. Because, on one hand, being creative is super important, but on the other hand, an editor is meant to like rein in the creative. For example, Fujimoto, you know, a lot of creators are not going to be like Fujimoto, they want to do crazy ideas, but the execution might not be great or it might not be marketable. And so, the editor is meant to nitpick and hold the creative back to make sure that not only are they making a marketable product that will make money for the company and the team involved, but also so creators don't do anything that's too crazy or else just do things that are just bad. It's a second eye on your project. So I think working with editors are super, super important, but also the editors are the ones who can also get you published. So working with editors, especially in the manga industry is like important. How to make perspectives cooler. First off, that depends on the artist. I'm not the one who's drawing the project, but usually the best way to push perspectives, a lot of camera angles are direct front view. You're seeing me at a direct front view, like profile shot pretty much, like shoulder upwards pretty much, right? If you want to change the angle, all you do is like, if I were to tilt this camera upwards and look down on me, already that perspective, Perspective would be one harder to draw, but also different from what you typically look at. Like if I were to change the lens of this camera, for example, change it into like a fisheye lens, then the view would be distorted. Again, super hard to draw, but you would see a distorted view of me, and again, that would look very different. And so I think that's something to think about, which is ultimately to make perspectives cooler. You look at something that's really basic. I'm looking directly at someone from the front. I'm looking at something, someone directly from the side. I'm looking at someone directly from the back. How do I make that perspective cooler? Okay, I can go three fourths, so it's a din- diagonal view. I can change change things from a higher or lower angle. I can distort the view slightly. There's a lot of different ways that you can really make perspectives look cool. You could change it if you're in a different medium such as manga or webtoon. Webtoon format, you can do different things with a vertical scroll, but also in manga, you could do different things with like the two page spreads, single pages, you know, how the different panels are laid out. So it also depends on what your medium of expression that you're doing your project in. That can also make an impact on what kind of perspectives you might want to choose. Is it possible to have your book discovered at cons by editors and publishers? Yeah, I think so. I think that there's a few publishers that have portfolio reviews at conventions. So again, I haven't found conventions to be super great at networking, honestly. Honestly, a lot of the networking I've done has been virtual or it'll be like at parties after conventions. (laughs) It was like secret, like professional parties that happen after conventions. It's really hard at cons because there's just so many people and it's more of a consumer first place. I don't think it's impossible. All right, guys, that is all that we're going to do for this week's video. If you guys enjoyed this week's video, make sure to drop a like, comment your questions for next week's video, and subscribe if you haven't yet. And again, if you want to join our Patreon to learn how to make manga and webtoons, uh, we have a lot more advice on there that's showcasing storyboards, showcasing the projects. We also have exclusive manga and webtoon projects on there as well being published. Thank you guys so much for watching. Patreon links in the bio. Thanks for supporting. Peace.